welcome back to the Euro Trips Football Podcast. We are here for our final season preview, and this time it's a turn of Serie A. So I'm here with two of our three regulars. I'm first of all here with our Serie A expert, Ryan. How are you? Very well, thank you. Good to hear, good to hear. Um, and also we are here with our La Liga expert and Arsenal fan. We are here with Naeem. How are you? Very good, thank you. Very good. Looking forward to the weekend, boys? Yep, the Liga's back. Obviously all, the, all the main leagues will be at back now as well. So yeah, looking forward to seeing what these La Liga teams do this season. So yeah, looking forward to it, man. And of course, a change in leagues. But of course, I'm not going to... I don't want to bring up the story again, but you're both off to see Arsenal Leicester on the weekend? Yeah, finally. Um, I guess Ryan will tell you what happened there with that um, situation. It's, it's, it's too much heartache involved. I'm not, I don't wish to go over the story again. <laughs> I think it's the, too traumatic. the mole is basically just don't buy tickets off, or basically just watch out people on. If you want to buy tickets online, just watch out people because Ryan learned the hard way that it is some people out there aren't nice and they do they, they scam you basically. So, um, obviously, I did try you know finding that guy's Twitter account, but he's already deleted it, so he um, obviously knows what he's doing. Uh, but moving back to Syria, of course, it's been a league the last couple of years which has some really exciting title races. I mean, last year's title race in particular was very exciting as 80 man went on to win the league. Um, but this year, who will win the league this year? So we'll do our relegated sides first. So we'll go to our Syria man first in Ryan. Who's going down from 20th to 18th? Well, no shock, obviously. The first one I've gone for is a team that did get promoted in Cremonese. Th- to be fair to them, they've done okay in the windows so far. They've brought in some half-decent players, just not enough. They've not got enough in the squad, in my opinion, to compete. And I do think that they will go down. In terms of the other two, Lecce, another team that was promoted, similar story to them. They've done okay, you know, in the window, they've brought in both clubs. They've actually brought in a lot of players, but we've seen them before. That doesn't always work. And I just think they will follow Cremonese and they go down. Last one is a team that did stay up last season. Just, I don't think the same could be said this season. I've gone for Salernitana. They, they haven't really done that much in the window this season. Although last year they brought in some big name players, Frank Ribery, probably the biggest. And this season, they've only sort of brought in four players, none of which I've ever heard of. They haven't really lost many players either, but yeah, I just, I can't see them surviving again. So they're more free to go down. Okay, well, Jonathan Three's go down. Asked the exact same. He's gone for Stuttgart, <laughs> he's gone for Lecce, and he's gone for Cremonese. So Naeem, over to you for your bottom three. My bottom three, I've gone with Cremonese, Badaventana and Monza as my three teams to get relegated this season. Ooh, Monza, yeah. interesting, because um, anyone who watched our TikTok videos will know that Ryan did a teams to watch in Europe and one of them was Monza. So, um, Ryan, mm. what are your thoughts on that? Well, I'll tell it later because they're a pick for one of my other categories, so you'll know how hey. I feel about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean... It's probably quite clear from that already what it's going to be. But my bottom three, I've gone for Lecce as 19th. I've gone for Cremonese as my 20th team. But my 18th team, 
I've gone for Empoli. I don't know why. Just I don't know why. I've just gone for them. It's just a gut feeling more than anything else. Again, I'm not an expert on that on Serie A, so apologies to anyone listening who doesn't quite agree with my views. Um, now, we're heading on to from fourth to first. Basically, our Champions League qualifiers before giving you our winners. So, it's a different, it's a different, this one's a bit different because La Liga, you had a clear one and two, same as uh, Bundesliga and you'd think same as Premier League. But Serie A is interesting because, you know, there's four teams, potentially five teams that you could see winning it. So, unlike before where we did our fourth and third and then give our league, we're going to give everyone a chance to go from fourth to first. Actually, you know what? I'm going to change it up. Everyone now is going to give their winner and then subsequently who's going to finish second, third and fourth because, yeah, it's I think it's it can be an absolute toss-up between these teams. So, Ryan, over to you. Who, for you, is winning the league? Well, say now, look, I did last season, uh, last week, sorry, for the Bundesliga in the fact that I think maybe around the nine-point mark will separate at least four teams, maybe more. There could be you could you could flip a coin, uh, who's going to win it? You look at the even the bookmakers don't really know what to make of a whole host of these clubs. It's been probably the most outside of the Premier League, the most exciting transfer window in out of any other European league, I believe. And so many teams have had really really good windows. So my winner was really really hard, but I've gone for last season's champions, Milan just because they haven't really lost anyone. They did lose Frank Kessie, but that was quite a known story for a long time. But they've made Florenzi's move permanent, which was a fantastic signing. They've made Junior Macias' loan deal permanent as well, who was very good last season. Divock Origi is Divock Origi. He He will score goals when he's needed to score goals. And obviously the big signing that they've made is Charles de Ketelleri. I probably butchered that name, but <laughs> he was strongly linked to Leeds and he was always, always waiting for Milan. And <laughs> I've not seen too much of him. I'm not going to make out that I know too much, but looking at his stats and looking at a little bit of footage from YouTube, he looks a player. They would not have spent 30-odd million euros on him if he was not any good. It's a position that they needed to fill. They needed a winger. They needed a right winger. They filled it. And I don't think they stopped yet in the window. They may yet add one or two players to that. So I think they'll just about finish first. But it'll be extremely close between them. And second, I've gone for Inter again. Another good window, obviously bringing Lukaku back. I don't really know what to make of that because they've paid a lot of money to bring him back only on loan. And... I don't think he's guaranteed to score the same level of goals he did last time. Hakimi was a big factor into why they scored so many that season, and he's not there now. And he's playing under a new manager as well, isn't he? So exactly, yeah. yeah um, well. Andre Onana is a good goalkeeper. Uh, will be a good backup to Handanovic this season. Mikatarian was played very well last season for Roma. That's an interesting free transfer as well. Obviously, they have lost players, though. They've lost Perisic to Spurs. They've lost Sensi to Monza. A couple of other sort of squad players here and there as well. So they could have done maybe a little bit more 
Uh, they still yet might. But for third, I've gone for Juve. I mean, again, you just you don't know really what to expect from Juventus this season. Last year, they were majorly disappointing. Didn't look like they would even get in the Champions League for the majority of the season before they did have a strong end and comfortably in the end got that fourth place position. But Di Maria is a decent signing. I don't think he's a game changer at his age, but he will get assists and he will score goals. Pogba would have been a good signing, but he's currently injured and we're not sure for how long he'll be out for as well. Uh, Bremer is a great signing from Torino. Obviously, they're Turin rivals. Really, really good centre-back was in the team of the season last year and uh, at a decent age as well. But obviously, they've lost a massive leader in Chiellini, gone to America. They've lost uh, Demarau, centre-back, who's gone to Atlanta. Uh, Bernadeschi, obviously gone to Toronto. Matthias De Ligt's gone to Bayern Munich. So they've lost players here and there as well. So I, I don't think they've yet done enough in the window there. Their first 11 for the first game predicted doesn't look good. And the key for them is when they will have Chiesa back. So that's really when we can judge them. And then finally, my fourth place team, who will be the dark horse this season, is Roma. They've arguably had one of the best transfer windows in Europe this season. Unreal business. Obviously, Matic is okay. Mourinho knows him. He'll play here and there. Wijnaldum is a great signing on loan from PSG. Didn't work out for him in PSG, but undoubtedly he's a brilliant player on his day. Uh, Zeki Shelek, good right back from Lille. Obviously the major signing is Paolo Dybala. I mean, that is unreal business for Roma. This is someone who, on his day, is one of the best number 10s in the world. Can score goals, can create, can just... He has that aura about him where he can just turn a game like that. And his stats for Juve last season were very, very good, even though he didn't play throughout the entire campaign. And with all the controversy surrounding his contract and whatnot, I think at Roma, he will feel incredibly appreciated. We've, we've all seen the videos and the footage of, uh, obviously, him being greeted by the Roma supporters in the way that he did, which was mental. And there's just a feel-good factor around Roma at the moment. Um, and I'm going to bring it back to Arsenal again, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> they're, in, they're in a similar boat to us in the fact that they've had a very good window and there's just a good feeling around the club and you can see like, the fans the stadium was almost packed out the other week for friendly like we don't you never see that in Italy especially for Roma which you know usually have been to a game it's like half the time the stadium's half empty yeah it was when we went <laughs> yeah they, they sometimes they can't even give tickets away in, in Italy it doesn't doesn't help that some of their stadiums are obscenely big yeah. for their fan base, but ultimately they will have a, a really good season. And I think if Mourinho can get that formation down to a T, Tammy Abraham will score goals. If they can add um, Andrea Bellotti to that as well, which I think they probably will do on a free transfer, it's another great striker, always in the Italian national team. It's, it's going to be so close between them four clubs. It's going to flip-flop and I don't think we can count out Napoli who had a poor start to the window as well but they're now starting to make moves looks like they're going to bring in Kaylor Navas obviously world-class goalkeeper they've brought in um, it's gone a couple of other players uh, 
Giovanni Simeone, very good striker, had an unbelievable season last year, scores goals, and he will definitely help. So you got all those, you got five teams just there, even Lazio, you can't really sort of discount. So it's going to be exciting again. Absolutely. I think for me, it's actually has been the last two years. Actually, last year, I think the Premier League saved it towards the end because that was a brilliant. Much to break my heart, it was a good end to the season for neutrals. And I think Italy's just been the last two years really good and multiple teams involved. Um, in terms of other predictions, Jonathan has gone for Inter Milan as his winners with AC Milan second, Juventus third and Roma fourth. Now we head to Naeem. Who's winning the league for you and who's coming second, third and fourth? Yeah, I've gone with AC Milan to win it back-to-back um, this season. Um, what Ryan was saying, you know, they haven't really lost too many key players. Um, and the players that they brought in are well, they're pretty, pretty decent as well. So I think I think they'll just have a... I think they will just do. I, I don't think it'll be by too many points, but well, it was only two points last season. But yeah, I think it'd be that close again because um, Serie A usually is quite close. Um like top four and everything so I've gone for them as my winners and then my team finished in second same team as last season Inter Milan um, their transfer business has been alright in my opinion um, don't know how Lukaku will do second time around you know done well under Conte and in his system but obviously this is a different team and that is a little bit of a different team now so I reckon yeah they'll just finish second Third, I've gone Juventus. Um, they always do usually always get into the top four anyway. They've the business has been all right so far. Obviously, Pogba will be a, a big miss as well, but I think yeah, they'll still have enough to to get in the top four. I don't think they'll win the league. I just don't think their team is that great when you look at it. Um, it's a bit of an Asian squad. Their replacements been all right, not nothing too special. And yeah, my fourth place team is a team that's done good business so far. Uh, Won a trophy for the first time, God knows how long. I've gone for Roma. I think, I think they will do well this season. I like, like the business that they've done. And yeah, uh, Marino is is known for getting teams into Europe. So yeah, I think they'll do do better than they did last season. Um, just to mention, you mentioned Pogba. Have mm. anyone here watched the um, Pogmentary yet? Anyone dare no, to watch I ha- it? I heard it's got really terrible reviews. Yeah, and the worst like rated thing on IMDb. The worst yeah. rated- it can't be that bad, surely. Or did you watch it? Anyone watch it? Have you watched it, Ryan? No, but if it's the worst thing on there, I've seen some terrible, terrible films in my <laughs> lifetime. And if that's worse than some of them, then uh, I dread. I would not even fathom wasting an hour, an hour and a half of my life <laughs> watching that. Yeah, I've I've not even dared. What what is the worst film you've watched? Just as a a real off-topic discussion, what what is the worst film you think you've seen? Oh God! Put them on the spot now because there's one that pops. It's oh, it's a it's it's actually a a zombie film with. Well, was it? No, no, that's one of my favourites. Thank you. <laughs> um, it's it's got Bill Bill Murray in it. Um, oh, um, Zombieland? Is that the one? Zombieland? No, it, it was released not too long ago. Is it? Oh, and it got um, Woody. Hard, hard yeah, yeah, I'm sure that's Zombieland, isn't it? No, it's got he he was in uh, in Zombieland. Um, oh, it's another. Oh, oh, it's it's another one. Um, I'm gonna have to search that up. Now. 
Uh, I'll let one of you go first. Ah, it's called The Dead Don't Die. Never heard of it. When did it come out recently? It came out uh, three years ago, and it was the biggest waste of an hour and 43 minutes of my (laughs) entire life. (laughs) Absolutely awful. It was not funny. It was not entertaining at all. It was complete shit. Hmm, and it's actually it's actually got a really good cast in it. It's got Bill Murray, Adam Driver, Danny Glover, oh wow, um, Selena Gomez. <laughs> but it's got an actual good cast in it. But it, it's just it was just awful. So whoever wrote the film or directed it, they got, got, got explain themselves. Didn't get good reviews. I mean, for me, I think the one I've enjoyed watching the least. I know it's not a bad film. It's just my puzzle taste. The Hobbit. I could not stand that film, but I. <laughs> Do realise that it's a well-made film. I say it's not my cup of tea. Um, Batman Against Superman is up there. That was a terrible film to watch. The one with oh, Batman. God, yeah. I went to the cinema. What? Yeah, that was oh, awful. Awful. But the worst for me, by far, is a film called Son of Rambo. That was utter garbage. Oh, <laughs> don't, don't. That's a, that's a great film. That film. That's an awful film. <laughs> I, I used to watch that over and over again when what? I was a kid. I was a, Rambo's good, but Son of Rambo is awful. It's a great film, yeah, but it's it's an it was an indie film. It's a it's a low budget British film. It's got to expect certain things from it, and oh, it's brilliant. Oh, I, I, I mean, I, I watched it when I was nine. To be fair, I've not watched it in years. But fucking nine! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, well, I yeah, I can't think of a film I watched. I'm not I'm not really watched many films recently, but um, well. It, this is someone, right, listeners, that got confused watching oh, Inside Man. Why are you thinking? Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so if you're a fan of Inside Man film with Denzel Washington in it and Clive Owen, then you'll know how upsetting that was told us about this. Hey, it, was, it, wasn't a, it was still a good film. I didn't know what was going on half the time. <laughs> Christ. You weren't paying attention, mate. <laughs> Yeah, my brain. I, I like an easy watch, if I'm honest. Um, what about you, Naeem? Um, It wasn't a bad film per se, but it was, you know, it was one of the, at the time when, you know, those 3D films, um, you know, films that weren't actually filmed in 3D. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, me and my mom went to the cinema. What was it? Clash of the Titans? I think it was the second one, I believe. Yeah, like the 3D was so bad, like you didn't really need your glasses. It was, yeah, it didn't make no difference with the glasses on. It wasn't a bad film, but yeah, I was disappointed with that 3D. But I don't really tend to watch films that are really terrible, like, I mean, I've kind of only watched things that people recommend or mm. what I like myself. So I kind of tend to stay away from shit things. But then when yeah. things are bad, I kind of have like a guilty pleasure for them when people go, oh, there's rubbish and all that. So The Avengers Endgame. Oh, yeah, that's overrated in my opinion. I, I cannot stand those films. They are... Thank you. Thank you. So <laughs> they, they, they are just made to... I know all films are kind of made to... Earn money, money in yeah. a sense, mm-hmm. but those films are so poorly written yep. and so overrated and overhyped. I I get so much stick for saying that, but they the are utter, they're garbage. <laughs> I always thought it was for kids, and suddenly the last four years or so, it just seems to Marvel films just seem to be watched by everyone now. But I can swear, when I was a kid, only like only like kids watch those films. I, well, that's what I thought as well. I mean. The, the only superhero film I would I would well it's, it's my favourite film anyway of all time but The Dark Knight nothing comes close to that without doubt without doubt 
maybe Spider-Man one, but that was when I was a kid. So yeah, it's different then, isn't it? Like... Exactly. Uh, I mean, we've gone. This is this is majorly off topic. From but... <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> to um, Marvel Endgame, but um, apologies, um, Syria viewers who have just been completely caught off track with our film chat. But before we do go on to our individual predictions, I'm going to give you my champion's top four. Now, in life, you have to go hard or go home. You have to predict the outrageous. So I am going for the champions are going to be Roma. I like yeah. that. I think that Mourinho has got something good going on there. He's finally, firstly, on, on a personal thing, he's finally found a home for him. I think he seems almost rejuvenated. He seems back to his old self. He seems much mm. more happy in interviews. He doesn't seem at Madrid, at Man U, and his second time at Chelsea. He was very miserable, apart from maybe the first few months at each club. But Roma, he's been there for over a year now. He seems very happy. He's got him a trophy, you know, and you saw, you know, the Dybala um, unveiling how many fans turn up. It shows how big of a following that team has. They'll be well behind the team this year. I think their signing has been excellent. Wijnaldum, winner, got Champions League hero for Liverpool, won a league title, won everything but the FA Cup and League Cup for Liverpool. You know, he's played for international level. You know, Dybala is a class, forms temporary, class is permanent. He is a wonderful player. I just think something special is happening now. I, I could be proved completely wrong here. I think that, you know, Juventus, you know, even though Allegri's back, their team isn't as good as it was. Inter Milan, I like Lukaku, but there's no guarantee he's going to be a success once again with a different manager. And AC Milan, it's always hard to regain your title. So I just think Roma have got a chance. I think Matic as well. He ate aging in the Premier League, but I think in a, in a slower paced league in terms of, um, you think he can easily fit back in and become the player we all saw. And then Mourinho at Chelsea second time round. So I, I, I think they're going to. And no shock, they are my surprise team um, for this league title. And Jonathan's flat matter. Um, and I just think that Roma are really just doing something well. Then Mourinho is going to do the business. He's going to win. He's won league titles in Italy, in Spain, in England. So he's won league titles everywhere. So I think he's going to have a renaissance year. Mourinho is going to win him a league title, and Roma are going to be back. But second place, Inter Milan. Third place, Juve. Fourth place, AC Milan. Which is probably a bit of a rogue shout. AC Milan finishing fourth. Ooh. But, um, but yeah. I, 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 hope, I do hope you're right in terms of the champions because mm-hmm. I have actually put money on Roma to win the league because I, I checked the other day. They were, seven, they were seven to one, which might not sound too appealing to most people. But normally when you look at like the title odds, Obviously, you look at the Premier League, Manchester City are odds on, and yep. you never normally get sort of decent odds for league title winners. But considering Inter and Juve were quite short odds, I thought Roma at seven to one was a was worth a cheeky twenty quid. So yeah, I uh, like I say, it's not a bad shout whatsoever. Yeah, I I, I hope you're right because I think you know, I love seeing different teams win it. So, mm-hmm. talking of Man City, just want to congratulate, congratulate them on winning the league already. I just want to say congratulations on <laughs> all the Crown Premier Champions. I think, yeah, I think Hallam. We, it's, it's, it's funny. We can, obviously, we mentioned the Dybala's um, unveiling and how many fans turned out for that. I always like, <laughs> I always like comparing that to, to Jack Grealish when he turned up at Man City and there was about 20 fans there. Um, <laughs> absolutely hilarious. Like, they, they, they must have been 
probably hundred or thousand Roma fans mm-hmm. at that and Valen. It was something, something special. Just it just shows that no and amount of everything. No, and no amount of money. Hand. It cannot buy you that kind of history and that kind no. of fan base. So um unless Man United ends up folding and all their supporters switch allegiances, then to see. <laughs> I don't think it will happen anytime soon. No, but Halland looked phenomenal, so I think they're already going to win the league. Yep. But we are now heading to also mentioned my surprise team and Jonathan's both being Roma. Um, Ryan, who is your surprise team? Well, I mentioned it earlier. Now I said they're going to go down, and they're not <laughs> going to go down. I've gone for Monza. They're they're going to be so fun to watch this season. Interestingly, as well, they're. Uh, director, I don't know if he's their director of football or if he's head of football operations. I don't know what he is. But Andrea uh, Galliani, obviously, who was at Milan during their glory years, he said either this week or last week that he, there should be a European Super League without the English clubs because he has this, I don't know if you could call it a hatred or a dislike to English clubs at the moment because of how much money the English clubs are able to spend. And he said, obviously, Monza are due to earn around, I think it was around 28 or 38 million euros in TV revenue next season. Whereas a team like Nottingham Forest are going to earn 134. And he just said that, obviously, teams cannot compete in terms of that. That's why we're seeing, obviously, the lower English Premier League clubs being able to pull off signings that normally higher European clubs would do. So um, that was an intriguing comment, which is something that will never happen. But <laughs> I, I, I love their business. I mean, Sensi and Pessina are, are great signings, especially Pessina. He was so good last year, fairly at the um, Euro uh, 2020, even though it was in 2021. But they've just bought uh, Pablo Mari on loan from Arsenal as well for the season. He, he was decent last year in Serie A on loan, so I, I rate that. Um, they've also just brought uh, Petagina, striker from Napoli. He's all right on his day as well. I just think that their business is, is too good to go down, but I, 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 just, I can't wait to see how it all, all unfolds. It's, it's going to be spectacular viewing anyway, so I am... I'm very intrigued. But yeah, they are my surprise team anyway. No, yeah, fair play. Yeah, I don't have any issue with that, really. Um, but finally, over to Naeem for your surprise team. Yeah, my surprise team, um, same as you and Jonathan, Roma. I think they're going to do well this season. Um, they don't, and so be it. But no, I reckon yeah, they will do well this season. Um you know, Mourinho seems seems happy there, like what Ryan was saying. So, yeah, I think they'll surprise a few people this season. Uh, Roma. Fair play. Fair play. I think Roma seems to be the majority verdict for that. Um, now, team is going to flop. Ryan. Atalanta. They've not done enough. They're currently in... Not... not not chaos, but the manager is not happy. Um, he's not happy with how the how the window has gone at all. They've obviously they lost Pacino, who I just mentioned has gone alone to Monza. 
Um, they've lost Kovalenko, who's gone to Spezia on loan as well. A few other players here and there. Um, and they haven't really brought that well. Demorel's all right from Juve. Lukman, obviously we all know him. He's okay. And the other two players I've never heard of as well. And it looks like they probably are going to lose uh, Malinovsky. He's being linked with a move to Nottingham Forest. They're just, it seems as though they're losing players sort of left, right and centre year on, year out. And they're not really replacing them that well. So they could have a very difficult year if they don't turn the window around in the last couple of weeks. So, you know, they could very well finish in the in the bottom 10. Okay, okay. So Johnson's flop team is Fiorentina. My flop team is AC Milan. Purely because I've gone finishing fourth. The only reason why is to go from first to fourth. It's, that's the only reason why I think they're a very good team. I just think, I don't know, that's the only reason why, just because you know, from winning, finishing first to fourth, even though it's a very competitive Serie A, that's the only reason why I've got them as my flop team. Um, and the funny name, who is your flop team? Yeah, I've gone <clears throat> with the same as Ryan Atalanta. Um, last season was the first time in, I believe, five seasons that they haven't qualified for any European football. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be more or less the same this season. I think we probably will finish in the top 10, but yeah, I, their business this summer has not been, not been the greatest from what I've, what I've seen. So they've still got time to um, rectify that, but as, as it stands, as we're recording this, I reckon they're going to flop this season at Atlanta. Okay, we have got eight minutes left, so we'll quickly run through our top scorer and player of the season. So, for example, mine's top scorer is Lukaku, and my player of the season's uh, Federico Chiesa. Uh, Ryan, was that the same last season? Did you pick Chiesa last season? Didn't you? I mean, sure. no, I'm a big fan of his. <laughs> I, I think I had him as my best signing of the summer as well. So, Something like that, yeah. Even though he was slightly cheating. Um, <laughs> someone who didn't like that was Ryan. So, Ryan. Who's your mm. scorer and top scorer and player of the season? Well, funny enough, my player of the season is Federico Chiesa as well. Okay. Um, as long as he's injury free and he doesn't miss too much, he's obviously he's a, he's a class player and he will get assists and he will get goals. But it will be close in terms of the top goal scorer. There is no denying that my man, who always bangs goals. Severely underrated, never gets the praise he deserves. Shiro Immobile, he will get the top goal score again this season. Something that I can already see is making Andy smile. <laughs> God, like... world, world class. <laughs> he is. He scores. He scores minimum twenty goals every yeah, single campaign. A, I don't know. I, I, I don't. I don't. I will never watch it for Italy. I never. I never... I never see it. Yes. I, 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 don't, I don't see it myself. Um, Jonathan <laughs> has gone for both for as his player of the season and as top goal scorer. Um, yes. So, finally, Naeem, who's your top score scorer and player of the season? So, yeah, I've, I've, gone, I've gone for um, Cyril Immobile. Yeah, like Ryan said, he's just a goal machine. He does love scoring goals. And, yeah, he's in a Lazio team where he takes penalties as well. So, yeah, I think yeah, he's been in the league for God knows how many years. And yeah, he, he's just always scoring. Obviously, he's getting a bit older now, but, but you know, he still managed to be top goal scorer last season. So yeah, I'm going to back him again. And I think he'll do it back to back. 
Uh, and then my player of the season, uh, it's a bit of a big shout, but I've gone for Paolo Dybala um, at Juventus. You know, it was, it was good there. You know, saw glimpses of it, but at Roma, I reckon it'd be, be one of the main, main striker or second striker. So, yeah, I think he'll have a good season this season if, you know, if, if he gets put in the right system. So, yeah, he's my player of the season, Paolo Dybala. I did actually put Dybala first and I crossed out and put Chiesa. I just... I don't know. I, I like Chiesa. A bit yeah, he's a good player, player man. Good. He'll be good close. Dybala will, will bang this season for Roma. Yeah, I think you could be right. But before we do conclude our Serie A season preview, I'm going to run through everyone's predictions. So Ryan's was for AC Milan to win the league with Inter Milan second, Juventus third, Roma fourth with the bottom three of Salernitana, Lecce and Clemenese. His player of the season was Chiesa, his top score was Mobley, his surprise team Roma, and his flop team Monza. Um, no, you got that wrong. Oh, apologies. No, so Ryan's was sorry. Ryan's was um, Immobile, top scorer. Roma's um, surprise team was Monza. Flop team was Atalanta, and player of the season was Chiesa. Um, Naims, his league winner was AC Milan with Inter, Juventus, and Roma filling up the top four with his bottom three being Monza, Salernitana and Clemenese, with his top scorer Immobile, his surprise team being Roma, his flop team being Atalanta, and his top scorer being Dybala. Jonathan's, his three teams to go down were Salernitana, Lecce, and Cremonese. Winners was Inter Milan, with AC Milan, Juventus, and Roma, filling up top four. Surprise team Roma, flop team Fiorentina. Player of the season, and also top goal scorer, was Dusan Vlahovic, whereas myself, I had Roma winning the league, with Inter second, Juventus third, and AC Milan fourth, with an Empoli, Lecce, and Clemenese bottom three. Top scorer, Lukaku, player of the season, Chiesa. Surprise team, no shocks, Roma. Flop team, AC Milan. So that has been our Euro trips, Serie A season preview, and obviously our last of the five. We've done all five now, so do check out all of our previous podcasts for all the other leagues previewing them. I hope you've enjoyed. I've been your host, Andy. This has been Ryan. This has been Naeem. We will see you next week.